What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hangout Podcast, your new favorite spot to explore faith and teenage life from a Christian perspective. Whether you're just starting your faith journey or looking to deepen it, we've got you. Real talk, you deal with challenges every day from social media to um, diverse viewpoints, and we've got you covered from all of those topics. Yes, I, we do. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Hey, my name is Steve Bosford. I am the uh, family pastor here at Foothills Christian Church located in Boise, Idaho. Uh, so shout out to all you Foothill students. You're awesome. Yep. And I am Jordan. I am the youth ministry assistant here at Foothills. And we're excited to hang out with you today. Um, we got some fun stuff planned. But first, I thought it'd be fun if we argued about some hot takes here in this mug. Shout out Coffee and Supply Co. Best coffee shop in Boise, Idaho. Um, not sponsored. And they didn't pay for that. No, They didn't pay for that, but you can if you want to. Anyways, so I figure we just go back and forth. You want to go first? I do. Okay. Okay. Um, unlike Jordan, I have not read these. So how do you pronounce? Well, this is going to be obvious how I pronounce it. How do you pronounce crayon? Crayon. C-R-A-N. Do you agree? Uh, no, it's like crayon. Like you have to say the O. Crayon. Like cranberries. False. You're wrong. All okay. right. You get that one wrong. That's terrible. <laughs> Hot take number two. Crayon. Okay. Which way does the toilet paper go over or under? Oh, that's easy. Should we say it on the count of three? Wait, I have to think about this. Okay. This is easy. I'm very. This is easy. Why okay. do you have to think about it? Ready? One, two, three. Over. over. All right. Okay. Good job. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Now, under now there sense. is. No. Okay. So under, I was, I was told this. I'm still an over person. But when you have kids that just sit there and like, and play with it if it's over it just unravels if it's under it doesn't unravel but that's the hard part it doesn't unravel well you just got to pull it from it, yeah, it makes sense hard. for the kid thing but totally over is yeah. the right one pineapple on pizza yay or nay absolutely no not at all no it's no. so it's so worth it it's not it is a fruit fruit does not belong on pizza tomato is a fruit no actually Science. I yes. have a disclaimer though. I've actually never had pineapple on pizza, but then the you don't <laughs> even get an opinion. Here's the thing. I don't really want to try because it's a fruit and I don't want my pizza to have fruit on it. On top of that, it's something sweet. There's no other Ooh. toppings that are sweet to, that go on pizza. Have you ever heard of sweet and savory? Yes. It's a thing. People like it. Pizza's not savory. Yeah, it is. Like salty things are savory. No, salty things are salty. <laughs> All right. You're wrong. Give me my hot That's take. Okay. I got to get you a good one. All right. Okay. Movie starts at seven. What time do you show up to the theater? Like to get my ticket or what time do I want to be seated? Just like what time do you show up? If the movie starts at seven o'clock, what time are you showing up at? Yeah, 630. 30 minutes before? Yeah. I think the proper time to show up is at 7. If the you movie like starts at walk seven. into the, like, are you parking at 7? Yeah, like I'm arriving at 7. So you want to miss all of the previews. Are you getting popcorn? Are you getting? Of course I'm getting popcorn. Okay. There's but a line of all the other late not... people. No, you got to get there. I like it when they have like the, the quizzes and like, or the trivia. Oh, Did you know? Of course you do. Those things are great because do. I get it right. <laughs> 90% of the time. Those things remind me of my grandma. We would always go and she would answer out loud. 
<laughs> she was that person. Was she right though? Yeah, yeah. she was right. It's like self-validation. Oh no, they're, it's they're from fun. Others, so. They're fun, but I'm there for the movie. I'm not there to see the previews. You know? I'm there for the experience. The experience is the movie. No, the experience is the experience. Okay, <laughs> you want to do one from more? The, from the parking spot all the way down to the exiting credits. So, mm. all right. <laughs> wow, mm. this is interesting. Peeing in the shower is it acceptable? Agree or disagree? Ooh. <laughs> okay, you go Ag first. I agree. It okay. is acceptable. Um, I I would agree too. <laughs> I agree, but. To, uh, gosh, you're going to silence your phones. Yeah, it's my wife. It's okay. Oh, shout out, Monique. We love you. Um, here's the thing. I live with roommates, and so I do feel like it's not really courteous to pee in the shower because they're okay. standing in the yeah. same shower, and they're not like my family. But I, if, I was just going to kind of like like low-key judge you for that. Like, wow, that's like almost a public bathroom that you're peeing in now. <laughs> Gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. Uh, just a, a couple of hot takes from a few hot takes. Yeah, you should submit your hot takes, and maybe we'll read them next. Yeah, next podcast next time. But today we're talking about why we believe in Jesus. Um, we thought it'd be a good place to start. Um, so let's well, just get into. I think an, also a great place to start is why are you here? What do you mean? Like, like in this chair? Like in no, not in that chair. I know why because you want to sit, yeah. but like in the church, in youth ministry? Like, what's what's the deal? Why, why should these people be listening? Why should they be listening to me? Yeah. Um, well, I think that it's because I believe in Jesus. <laughs> this, this is also going on your review. Oh, perfect. Um, why they should listen to me. Honestly, I don't think you should listen to me. I think you should listen to the Lord. However, um, I think that we are here as vessels for the Lord to use us in youth ministry. And obviously you have a lot more experience than I do. But um, I do think that they should be um, interested in what we have to say because we work with these students. We see the patterns in ministry and the Lord has called us to um, be his vessels. Why are you here? I'm here because I love students. I want to be able to uh, speak into their lives uh, even if it's through a podcast or on YouTube, I guess we're going to be on YouTube also. Yep, is the plan. Um, so yeah, I I mean I I think that they face a lot of things uh, as in this age time that they're that they're in or entering, and like they need they need help. They need people with answers. They need people that uh, even ne not necessarily like giving them the exact answers that they, that they need, but pointing them to what they do need, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is hope in Jesus Christ. So that is yeah. That's so true. And it makes me think about how every generation says, oh man, our generation is the most messed up and we have all these unique issues. And it's true, like there are unique issues. And obviously this generation is navigating social media and so many pressures that come with that. But the truth is still the truth. And I think that the hope is still the same hope for every generation. And we can always come back to why we believe in Jesus and that that's the truth. Um, and so my question for you, Steve, is why do you believe in Jesus. Yeah, I believe in Jesus. Um, because honestly, like it's the, it's the logical thing. Okay. So, uh, like to be honest, like I've always, um, like I grew up in the church. My parents were, uh, were believers. They, they had, uh, active roles in the church, uh, throughout. So I, I don't know life really away from the church, 
but it was about the age of 16 when I decided, you know what, this is, I'm going to make this my own and, and I want uh, it to be my faith and not just me tagging along with my parents. And um, at that point, I felt like, you know, this is, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, God makes sense. I mean, you look at, you look around the, the world, you look into, into nature creation, it's, it, it is creation, mm-hmm. right? There, which means there's a creator there. Uh, all the stuff works together so well that how could it have just happened on accident? And so it, it's, it's logical to me. Mm. Um, and then, so that's, that there's the argument for God, right? And, and okay, so, so who is God? And I, I believe the Bible gives us the, the best um, description or the best uh, information on who God is. And then you just go down the line from there. It's, Mm-hmm. To me, it makes sense. So a lot of these other religions, it's and I, I haven't like looked into them seeking like, okay, what is truth found in these religions? I've looked at them from the perspective of being a Christian, so I'll, I'll put that caveat in there. Um, but they, it's, it's like this doesn't seem to add up, mm-hmm. right? This this is quite the leap, uh, leap of faith to take in order to believe this. So yeah, it's logical. Yeah, that's. Um kind of mixes both things. So I thought of this as a twofold, my experiences with God and then the evidence for God. And similarly to your experience with like the creation. um, So I wasn't raised in the church and I was invited to a youth ministry camp um, up at this place called Mammoth Lakes. And we were camping for a week, worshiping the Lord, hearing about Jesus. And for me, that was a moment worshiping in these mountains and, and thinking, okay, there has to be a God. Like there's no way that this just exists and that it just happened. And then from there, it was like, okay, if God is who, if God exists, if there is a God, who is he? And obviously turning to the Bible. Um, and I think that led me into this journey of what, how can I actually trust the Bible? And that led me to the facts, right? Like how the Bible is so historically accurate. If you think about it, Plato has out, um, the Republic, right, which is super famous. Yeah, read it. It's, it's right. he, I actually haven't. No. Yeah, he, he released it back in the day. Um, but I wrote down here because I, I was looking it up. There's only seven copies in existence of that, um, and it was written around 380 BC. And so the earliest copies are from around 980. So there's about a 1300 year time lag from when he wrote it to when they found the earliest copies. Um, the New Testament, however, has 5,000 copies. Um, and they were all written within 50 to 225 years of their original writing. And that was just, there were small facts like that when I became a Christian that just lined up. Mm -hmm. Another example, like the gospel accounts, like those are four witnesses of Jesus and his ministry that all line up or all the prophecies fulfilled in the Old Testament, even the prophecy of Jesus coming and being resurrected, that lines up. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was helpful to have these logical facts that I could point to where it's like, okay, so if there's a God, who is he? Okay, well, the Bible is historically accurate, so he must be who the Bible says he is. And if the God of the Bible is real, then that must mean that Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible, is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. There's a, there's actually a process to find out like how reliable historical documents are. And you, you mentioned like some of the things. It's like, how long from the time of the event to the time it was written, that gap mm-hmm. matters. And the things that we have with like Plato and, and Socrates and all this stuff, like there are big gaps yeah. in the manuscripts from when they lived. But with, with Jesus, like uh, we don't have the exact dates, but it is, it is like easily under a hundred years, under 50 years. 
And uh, let's see, I think it's, oh man, I wish I knew this. Uh, uh, it's Paul that's talking about like, hey, there's, there's still people alive today that saw him resurrected. So mm. go talk to those people. Like some of them passed away, but go talk to those who, who are still around. So it's, uh, it's so close to the actual event. And, and when it comes to proving Jesus, like the resurrection is really the only one you need to focus on, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's so close to the event that, that Paul is like, yeah, go check. And if, right. it, if it didn't happen, <clears throat> you would have a ton of people being like, I was there. He's still in the grave, right? Yeah. It didn't happen, guys. No, it's, it's just a hoax. But that's not the case, right? right. So, uh, yeah, so there's that time gap. And then there's also the uh, how how many manuscripts are um, match the earliest manuscripts. Mm-hmm. That's the other test. And then you remember what the third one is? I don't. Shoot, I wish I did. We should do a podcast on evidence for the resurrection. Yeah, actually, we, we have that. Uh, we have that series coming up at youth group. Oh yes, weeks, yeah, so. we got an apologetic series coming up. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's it's and that's that's just the thing. Like that's why it's logical. It's like okay, if this then that, and if that then this, and and it makes sense. Whereas other other religions, there's there's a breakdown in that, and it takes uh, it takes a lot more faith to believe those. Where mm-hmm. um, I think that that Christians have this um, they have this thing that people think like oh they're just they're they're too dumb to understand yep. real things and it's yeah. like actually it's more logical than not believing i mean there's uh there's an actual book out like i don't have enough faith to be an atheist mm-hmm. i forgot who who wrote that so can't give them credit um but that's that's the thing it's it's more logical than not believing right that's so true um yeah i think you touched on a good point too the resurrection is the most important part of our faith like we believe in jesus because he died and he resurrected. And really the main evidence is that the bones have never been found like for his body, um, which is so cool. And our faith is built on Jesus resurrecting, right? Um, so then the second part of this is we understand that it's logical, but I think we also experience God, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I think is harder for culture to understand because I think that society and culture and social media, they want answers and they're like, well, you just have blind faith and that's not true. Our faith is built obviously on the truth, on the logic, on the facts, but there are things that we experience with the Lord that sometimes it's like, this is just who God is. Um, and for me, I think a lot of that came from community when I came to Christ and um, through that youth trip. So I went on that youth trip at Mammoth I was talking about, and then I came back and I started going to church because one, I was like this it's gotta be it. But more than that, I was like, these people are awesome. (laughs) Like they Mm -hmm. love me, they accept me and they want to invest in me. And I hadn't seen anything like that before. Um, and I had some neighbors who I grew up with who were Christians and they were also different. They had us over for dinner all the time. We just show up at their house with towels because they had a pool and they'd be like, come in, we'll make nachos, whatever it is. And for me, it was like, man, okay, something is different because these people have so much joy and so much love and generosity to give. And that's different than what I'm seeing in this world. And so I think that even further than the logic is when we give God the chance, he's going to show up and he's going to prove himself and his faithfulness in different ways. And for me, one of those ways was um, through community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, community and hospitality, right? Yeah. Hospitality is one of the one of the things throughout scripture that is like, focused on is like a, this is a thing that you should have like 
welcoming people into your home, welcoming people into your life, mm-hmm. sharing, uh, sharing what you have, right, to those in need. So, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, another thought that that I had is like, I mean, if there is an afterlife, if there is something after we die, uh, if there's a good and a bad, what what gives me the right to think I deserve what is good, mm. right? Because um, if if Christianity, if the Bible, God, all that stuff is not even a, even real, then why would I deserve something that is good with my life? Because, mm. um, I mean, outside of Christ, like I, I would be a very selfish person. I am a very selfish person. I would be even more of a selfish person, mm-hmm. and and only looking out for for my own well being. And so it's like, why would I? Why would I deserve anything? And so really, it's a life without without actual hope. When you when you begin to think about that stuff, a life apart from God is a life apart from hope. Mm-hmm. And so um, I realize I, I am an imperfect person and, and I'm not deserving of anything good, but scripture points that out. It says, hey, you are an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of, because of sin, because of going against God, choosing things against God outside of his will, um, because of sin, we deserve death. We deserve eternal separation from God and, and all the all His glory. But there is an answer, mm-hmm. right? And that answer is Jesus Christ, and and He doesn't require us to be perfect. Um, he says, "I will I will take away your imperfections. I will forgive you for the things that you've done, uh, the sins that you have uh, committed." And not only that, but he will give us his spirit. His spirit uh, will will live within us when we call on his name and when we believe in our heart. Uh, the spirit comes into us and is, is working in this. It's called sanctification. Okay, It's this process of making you more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I mean, it's an awesome thing, yeah. right? It's and, and that's part of what we experience too. Like outside of, if I were, were not a believer, like how horrible of a person would I be? Because... Um, because of my faith and the spirit within me, I'm constantly fighting these these selfish urges, these uh, the desire to be uh, more popular, and all of, all of these things. And uh, but because I have the spirit in me, it's like no, this isn't what this isn't what is fulfilling to you, mm-hmm. right? But without that, it's like no, this is the only thing. And then you just continue down that path, right? And, and that's something too. I think the idea of fulfillment, hope, and if we're trying to find our hope in anything other than God, we're going to come short. And I think that right now the issue is that our culture and society is trying to put hope in themselves. And we're at this place where we're we're like, we can be our own God and I can, you know, be selfish. I can do whatever I want. I can be whoever I want. And I think that eventually you're going to come to the end of yourself. And what do you do? Like, what do you do when you can't pick yourself back up? What do you do when whatever you're putting your value in fails? And, you know, we're looking at a world that is so broken and desperately needs hope. And I think that they're searching for Jesus. They just don't know that Jesus mm-hmm. is the answer, right? And so um, I love that idea of hope because it truly is satisfying and it truly is fulfilling when we put our hope in Jesus, in God. And it gives a purpose even more than that, that I am here on purpose for a pers- purpose because God has placed me here. And I, I'm looking ahead to eternal life. I'm looking ahead and looking forward to what's to come. But for right now, the Lord has me here and I get to hope in Jesus. And there's nothing that I have done. Like you were saying, there's nothing I've done, but it's all because of Jesus that I get to live and be free and walk in that, um, walk in that hope and walk in that freedom. And that makes me think of 
um, kind of my final thought I had here was that if there's a God, then I have to follow him. Mm-hmm. Like if God is who he says he is, if the Bible is true, if Jesus died and resurrected for my sins, then I have to follow him because that is the best and most hopeful option. Yeah. And, and our purpose, right? Yeah. If he is God and he created us, he created us for a purpose. And so if we we're to live to our fulfillment, let, it has to be according to what he has for us. So that's, mm-hmm. that's an interesting concept when you think about like, uh, I mean, so many people think like, oh, well, God's a terrible God because he lets bad things happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but if he's God, like we might think that's a terrible thing, right? But I mean, don't we still have to acknowledge that he is God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it's an interesting ball that gets rolling. And yeah. it, I mean, honestly, it, uh, thinking that God is a terrible God doesn't really fly. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, well, he is, if you're saying that he's God, then he's God and you got to acknowledge that and follow. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. So we believe in Jesus because, um, it makes sense and he's our living hope and yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, like for, for you guys, like we hope that, um, that you come to that same acknowledgement. Like if you're not, a, if you're not a believer, you haven't taken the, the steps to, uh, um, or you don't have faith in Jesus, we want you to really consider what it is that, that you do have hope in. What is, what does it look like for you, um, after death? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you have, you have hope in something? And, um, I mean, that'll be a part of the conversation we have through this. And there's ways to get a hold of us through, uh, the podcast world, but also like, come talk to us. We'd, we'd love to mm-hmm. have a conversation with you because, um, without Christ, we believe there is no hope. And so, uh, if hope is something that you're looking for, then he is the one who has it. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Cool. How are we going to end this? We didn't think about ending this. Peace out podcast yeah. world.